This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you want it the most, there's no What is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? Welcome back to yet another episode of Cancel Sweezy. How do I say my name? Cancel Sweezy, or better known as the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. Hello, everyone. What is going on? Welcome back to the show today. We got a good one for you. I've uh, got a good one for you. Just been, uh, haven't been up to much. I don't think I've been doing too much this week. I've been making like, making really good progress on uh, music which means my personal life or whatever I go out and do is just, you know. Uh, so I was at home again today, and uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been thinking like that. My therapist, you know, we're a couple sessions in. Uh, she reaffirmed to me that I do have anxiety. So, uh, oh, brother, this guy stinks! So everyone, everyone give a big cheer to my therapist for figuring out shit already. She had already knew, but no. I know, you work out things. She's helping me figure out other stuff, too. So it's not a bad thing. But yeah, I do go to therapy. And I know some of you are still already thinking, therapy? Why would you go to therapy when you have a podcast? Well, sometimes I like to give specifically one specific person a special uh, custom episode for them. A.K.A. uh, it's called a conversation. Uh, am I getting, like, reverb, or am I just going crazy? No, it's not reverb. Okay. <clears throat> but, yeah, I got a haircut, too. You can see that, like, that that fucking slick fade. Yeah. My barber got a... I paid him money, and he... And in return, he got a free episode of Cancel Sweezy for himself. No, I update him on Garth. Whatever the fuck he's doing uh, every time I go in. Uh, so it's like, I can't really go in until Garth does something, you know? Uh... I'm at I'm at that point now. You know, at last time I thought, uh, oh, when I get a haircut, it's gonna be when kids on TikTok make fun of my hair, and uh, now it's turning from that to uh, whenever Garth does something crazy, uh, which is 
all the time if you've been listening to the show. All the time. Like, we've been doing Garth stories for almost, for, yeah, two years now. We're going on two years of Cancel Sweezy. So, uh, two years, like, in October, September, October. Uh, so, exciting stuff. But, uh, but, yeah, like, but we've been doing Garth stories throughout like 128 episodes. I don't think we have one today. Uh, but we've been doing that and it's like, it still happens. Uh, you know, so I, well, so <clears throat> I'm not worried. I'm always going to need haircuts and we're always, and we're always going to have Garth stories. Just some things in life that are always be a constant. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I've been doing that therapy haircut, you know, that's the shit I've been doing. I also had a, I also had a realization. I went to, uh, like the high school or some of them are guitar kids I know. And so I like to watch them, uh, play their guitars. Uh, so I do that. And, uh, I went to the, so it's kind of like a talent show, but more music than anything else. And, uh, which is really, really cool. I think it's a, it's a fun thing to do when you're a kid. But, uh, but then I realized something, uh, I don't know why there, it taught me it was a fun show. I'm not dissing anyone in the show. But what I what I became aware of is, remember when all those celeb Gal Gadot got everyone to sing Imagine, and we all cringed at it. We're like, yeah, and the they're all like, Imagine all the people like that. But I'm a professional singer, so it's like different than that. Uh, we all we were all just like, that's so cringy. Why would you do that? Uh, celebrities up in their mansions saying how hard things are, you know, shit like that. Like we, you know, we all thought it was cringe. At the same time, though, at the same time, though, let's admit it here. We're, I'm going to admit it. If you were asked to join that group, don't tell me you'd be out of your mind. Imagine all the people living life today. You wouldn't be doing that. You wouldn't be going all out making like little diva, diva runs, you know? You're telling me you're not going to be... You're going to say yes to that and do that shit. That's what we're all doing. Like, people who have no singing uh, whatsoever, except for maybe some joke things, uh, like Will Ferrell, like, going, like, Imagine there's no heaven. Uh, Imagine there's no people. Whoa, yeah, yeah. And, like, you know. Will Ferrell doing that? Will Ferrell's up there doing that. And you're telling me you want to do that? I would 100% say yes. I'd be doing that shit immediately if, uh, if they were like, hey, uh, we want you to sing this. I'm like, oh, I'm blowing into a little pitch by, mm. no, I have an app on my phone. Mm. Imagine all the people. No, that wasn't a good take, okay? It's not a good take, okay? That's why I actually keep singing it, because I want to get a good take of it. Imagine not... No. Okay. Sorry, messed up there. All right. We're still filming. We're still recording on my phone. Okay. Okay. You know, maybe we should stop and do another take. No, we're not going to stop it. Uh, we're just going to do that, and I'll just edit it out later. It's fine. Okay. Imagine all the people living life today. I think that's the take, but let's just take one more just for verification. Imagine all... Okay, and that's that's how the skit goes. Um, 
Yeah, and then like then you, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing when you're uh, taking that photo and taking that video, sending it to Gal Gadot. Somehow you have her number. Actually, no, I could see her trying to do it through an email, and somehow she rips all the videos from like I from uh, what's what's Apple's Apple's the Apple email. I don't know. Uh, is it isn't it just at apple.com or iCloud.com or whatever? Yeah, you know, one of those kind of people. In uh, <clears throat> okay, okay. I think I'm done talking about that. I'm, I think I, I think I wore myself out from all that little, that little skit we just did. Uh huh. But anyways, though, thank you for listening to Cancel Shweezy, the only podcast memorial podcast memorializing all the troops, both sides. So um, we just passed your Memorial Day weekend. What did you guys do? I did nothing. I think I just, I'm just staying home. You know, it's just another Monday. Uh, and I'll probably be editing podcasts or whatever. Uh, unless something happens last minute, then that's what will happen. But anyways, though, yeah. So memorialize the troops. And, you know, they say that you shouldn't wish veterans happy Memorial Day because they didn't die. You thank them on Veterans Day for being a veteran, you know. Uh, that's when you do it, not on Memorial's Day. So uh, that's super offensive. So don't be sending, uh, don't be thanking the troops on Memorial Day because they haven't died. Thank them because they don't like that shit. Okay, make sure you thank your friends for not dying or whatever, or thank your friends for being a pussy and not dying or whatever. That's how you should do it. So that's what you should tell the troops, uh, moralizing that they're a bitch. Uh, I don't know. Support. I support the troops. I don't like give. I would, like, fuck the troops. What? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Except for those guys that, like, the super aggressive ones, you know? Like, somehow they're in, but they, like, their job. It's like, there's actual army guys, and those guys are just, like, quiet, normal. You know, not quiet. Quiet is, like, they talk, and it's normal talking, but, like, they're quiet as in they don't stay, say stupid shit, or no one to not say stupid shit. And, uh, you know, those are the, the good ones. The ones that, like, are useful to the military, not like the fuck wads, like, like these guys, the ones who act super tough, then they're in the military, they're like the guys who like, swipe your cards, so you can get into it like a base or something like that, that's what they're there for, so, uh, you can kind of tell the pussies from the non-pussies in the military, uh, from how aggressive they act, uh, that's a true fact, that's cool, happy, mem- happy Memorial Day, happy Memorial Day, everyone, I hope you, I hope you really enjoy that, um, Go check out my music. It's under Shweezy, wherever you stream your music. Uh, hopefully, in the next few months, something new's coming out. Big things coming. So definitely go check that out. Make sure you're following me over on, you know, wherever you get your music at, because it's a social feature now, too. Uh, that way you know when I uh, release new shit. So that's cool. Uh, social media under the, at the Shweezy as well. Uh, you can find me over there. Follow me, and I announce that. New episodes of Cancel Shweezy. And, uh... <coughs> other shit as well, that way you're never out of the loop on what the fuck I can, whatever the fuck content I'm doing, and, uh, yeah, uh, twitch.tv slash the shweezy, we're playing Breath of the Wild, we're gonna be playing that shit for a minute, uh, we're gonna be playing that shit for a minute, I'm gonna become a Zelda streamer soon, played to completion three, Minish Cap, Breath of the Wild, two, no, actually only two, because I haven't beat Tears of the Kingdom yet, okay, Okay, yeah, I've only 
Fleeting, but I played, I played the first, the SNES one, and I played a little bit of Majora's Mask. Not Ocarina of Time. I should have, I need to play that first. And I'm not on stream either. But anyways, though, <clears throat> Twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. If you don't have an Amazon Prime account, connect that to your Twitch account. You can subscribe, and that financially supports me. Instead of spending five dollars, it's taken out of Jeff Bezos's pocket. The yada yada yada. Uh, let's not forget the Patreon page. The Patreon is a great, a great donation page. It was a way to say thank you for being a friend. Travel down this road back again. If your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant. And don't forget all the free shit you can do. Make sure that if you're listening to the show, check out our YouTube. We're still growing that audience a lot, so it'd be cool if you were checking us out on YouTube. We do have highlights of the show, too, where you can send to your friends, watch yourself, and uh, bask in knowledge or an easy you know, uh, get a second feature of something, you know, that's the cool shit. Uh, and make sure you're subscribed everywhere, you know, YouTube especially. Uh, leave comments on the highlights that you like. Leave comments in general. And leave us a review where those are in 54321 rating. It'll be cool. All right. Cool, cool stuff. So here's the thing. I had a realization today. Today, we're, I'm prepping... Making sure everything's good so I can record. You know, I could, it's three long takes I do. You know, I'm just like set up for that, mentally prepared, and that's the main thing I do. And, uh, you know, I was in the shower. I put on the Sirius XM channel 713, the emo project, uh, because, you know what? That's who I am, you know? Uh, it was music that was popular when I was 13, and guess what? Guess what? Why did some tears? I think like water just came to my eyes. I don't know. I've been smoking weed. Uh, yeah. So I realized that uh, in the shower today, that I'm gonna start over. Start over this whole fucking story. Uh, so, anyways, I was in the shower today, and I listened to Channel Seven Thirteen of Sirius XM, the emo project. It's been giving me life in general, making it feel good. Been chasing that feeling, you know, when I was thirteen, and uh, yeah, and uh, I realize now that music that's from when I'm thirteen. That's just what I like now. That's all the music I like, so that's cool. And uh, you know, uh, hands down, by Dashboard Confessional started playing. And immediately in my mind, I'm like, hand in the air, face down, this is the best thing I can ever remember. You know, I'm like, put my hands up and like that, I'm like, I, I realized in that moment that I listen to emo music like some people listen to Christian music. You know, it's like, I can only imagine hands up in the air, just shaking your head back and forth, just singing along, just hands glorifying. Faced, vindicated, I am selfish, I am wrong, I am right, I swear I'm right, swear I knew it all. Like, I hands in the air, I'm just like, oh man, I, you know, you just feel that shit deep in your core. I just wanna break you down so badly. Uh, Oh man, that just gets, that gets right to you. That's going to be the opening clip, and I hope I have a good edit for that. Um, oh, okay. Anyways, let's move on to previous week right now. Previous week right now, what is that? 
Well, it's last week's news right now, silly goose. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. Uh, so, as they, as the cool guy says... Let's just jump into it. Not in that cool guy, just a cool guy, Philip Franco. Uh... From Variety, why did HBO Max become Max? Behind the streamer's relaunch strategy. This week, HBO Max faded to black and was reborn as Max, but many people are still wondering why did Warner Brothers Discovery decide to change the name? Uh, HBO, after all, remains a solid gold brand representing premium quality original TV shows going back decades from The Sopranos and Curb Your Enthusiasm to Game of Thrones and Secession. Meanwhile, Max is observed as observers have pointed out, is a pretty generic name for a branding standpoint. Note that the Twitter handle at Max belongs to Instacart founder Max Mullen, while on Instagram it's held by hockey star Max Domi, a forward for the Dallas Stars. Here are two basic reasons Warner Brothers Discovery chose to excise HBO from the HBO Max with the relaunch uh, to signal a broader program mix. HBO was positioned as the successor to HBO, but the beginning uh, included more than just what was what was on HBO proper. With Max, WBD has stuffed in a slew of non-fiction gr- programming uh, from the legacy discovery communication side of the house. Max features three 35,000 plus hours of content, blah, 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 blah. so they're taking away that uh, the flag, to make the flag, flagship streamer look more family-friendly, Warner Brothers Discovery excluded ultimately felt that HBO name was somehow restricting the HBO Max uptake among households with children. We all love HBO and its brand that has been built over five decades to stand for edgy, groundbreaking entertainment for adults. WBD head of streaming JB Perrette said at the Max launch event in April, but it's not exactly where parents would most eagerly drop off the, their kids. Not surprisingly, the kid con- kids' content category has not met its true potential on HBO Max. The new Max includes a placeholder kids' profile, which by default allows access to content with PG and TV PG ratings or lower on the, on the start screen for all new subscribers. All the same senior execs heavily debated the name-changing Perrette reveals they did look fairly briefly at various alternatives that could include Warner or include WB or could ex- include the HBO brand, blah, 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 blah. Max launched in U.S. on Tuesday, May 23rd, and with what appearing to be only minor technical issues aside for many users, depending on the device platform, needing to manually download and log into the new Max app, Warner Brothers Discovery also quickly announced it would reverse the move made in the middle of the WGA's writer's strike to lump together writers and directors and film listening, blah, 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 uh, writer's strike. Okay, God damn it. We did another week of writer's strike. Uh, the executive transformation of HBO Max into Max will be in realizing WBD's goals of attracting and retaining a broader base of subscribers remains to be seen. You know, I just, you know, I, I remember, so I remember, I remember it was like a long time ago that uh, I think when I was taking my dad to the doctor while he was dying. This is a fun story. I was telling him about how, uh, I guess the news was on, but like I was like, one, at some point, HBO Max and Discovery Plus are going to kind of merge together and stuff like that. I remember talking about that. And, uh, you know, I'm hearing more back and forth, back and forth. You hear that mumbo jumbo and stuff like that. And uh, I remember hearing, yeah, they said, I told my mom, I was like, oh yeah, so HBO Max is no longer going to be HBO Max, just going to be Max. And so I just thought, like, okay, yeah, I kind of get it. They're wanting to differentiate, not like 
this is only HBO content because it is HBO content, but there's so much more like with the Warner Brothers content too. So it's like, it seems weird. It, it honestly would be more like WB, W or like WBD or whatever, you know? Yeah. W, WBD, uh, and like max or whatever, because it's like Warner Brothers films. And then, and then it and then it just has the HBO section and like max originals and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's all interesting, but the real kicker in all this, the real deferring factor, is the fact that, like, I just assumed the HBO Max app was going to change, just going to be start, going to be called Max now, you know, that's what the app is, it's just going to be called Max, and, uh, wouldn't that have been easier, like, isn't that easier, you just, like, you can change the name of an app like, and it'll just stay the same on everyone's phones. Like, why is it called this now? And then you're like, oh, that must have been. Uh, and then you have a little pop-up, you know, thing you have. And I was like, welcome to, welcome to Max. What formerly was HBO Max. People are like, oh, okay. It's just his new name. You know, that would have been easy. But no, we had to re-download. We had to re-download a new app. And then, like, the HBO Max app, you click on it. And it's just like, it just goes to nothing. It's like, sign up for Max. You know? And so it's super interesting like, why would you not, I'm so interested in, like, why would you not change the name of the app and, like, the picture? Because I think you can do that, right? You can just change the name. But app, someone let me know if I'm wrong, like, just changing the name of a, yeah, like, of an app. Because I feel like that should just be easy. Uh, but, uh, and because you can change the logo all the time. That's not a big deal. That would have been easier than a whole brand new ass app. Like, I just don't get, I just don't get it. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I want to watch something on HBO Max. They're like, oh, I thought it was Max. So I thought it would, would have changed by now. So you go to it, it's like, sign up for Max. And then you have to go to the app store, download it. You're like, hey, get your phone out and verify with your face. And then I verify with my face. And then it downloads. And then I have to rearrange it up into my categories because I like everything in the right spot on the Apple TV. It's a, it's a whole fucking nightmare. And I was, Brother, this guy stinks. and that's why, that's why I'll stop there on that. So cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. Um, okay. All right. This is, a, I initially saw this on TikTok and researched it further. And by researching it further, I found this article by NPR. <clears throat> Taco Bell is petitioning the government to cancel the trademark for Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday has become a well-known phrase in American life, kind of like saying BJ Liederman's does our theme music, but though many restaurants promote Taco Tuesday in all but one state, only one chain really has the legal right to use that phrase as a slogan. Save on beef tacos every Taco Tuesday, all the days at Taco John's, at the home of the true Taco Tuesday, Taco John's unwrapped the original. See you on Taco, see you on Taco at Tuesday's John's. Taco John's, what? Taco John's, a Wyoming-based food chain with roughly 380 locations, uh, has held the trademark for Taco Tuesday since 1989. This week, the vastly larger Taco Bell filed a petition with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office to cancel the trademark. Taco Bell says it doesn't want 
to own the rights to Taco Tuesday, but wants to free the term, saying Taco Tuesday, quote, should belong to all who make, sell, eat, and celebrate tacos. Of course, the petition was filed on Tuesday. Taco John's reportedly on Thursday with a statement from CEO Jim Creel, speaking Spanish, Spanish for no more, please. They also launch a fresh Taco Tuesday special, too, for $2 until the end of this month. Okay, that cool cool stuff. Uh, cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. So, yeah, I originally saw this, and I, you know, it's very interesting because, you know, I actually like Taco John's, and I'm going to be honest. I like Taco John's more than, uh, I like Taco John's a lot more than I like Taco Bell. And, uh, and yeah, they have some in Kansas and, like, St. Joseph, Missouri. Uh, it's uh, It's very, you know... Something interesting for you to know. Uh, I I think of it a lot like Happy Birthday because Happy Birthday at one point, you know, there was like a copyright on it, and then it uh, they figured it out and made Happy Birthday like in public domain, so people could just sing Happy Birthday uh, at a restaurant instead of like their Happy Happy Birthday. Go fuck you in the ass. It is your birthday. We'll fuck you in the ass. That's that's uh, you know singing that. So that's a, that's a everyone just had to make up a new birthday song. But like it's just easier to sing the OG. Do 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 do. It's so stu- it's so stupidly simple of a melody that like even kids can sing it. So uh, it's very interesting. But yeah, no. Should Taco Tuesday be uh? Yeah, I feel like it should be like a public domain thing. Like, uh, that'd be the nice thing. That's what I like about Taco Bell. I'm like, huh, the biggest guy is doing this for all the little guys. I think it's because, I think it's because, hey, we go to good tacos when we want to eat good tacos. We eat Taco Bells when we want to eat tacos. Like, there's, you know, you know, the good tacos versus like the Taco Bell. Like, there's the difference. The, when you want Taco Bell, you have weed or alcohol in your system. And it is, uh, yeah, and it makes it taste a thousand times better. So that's that's Taco Bell's audience. So they know they're not competing with, they're not fucking competing with your local Mexican chain. They're not competing with that. They're competing, they're competing more with restaurants open at the same time uh, as people are drunk, like, or can be drunk at the proper time. You know what I'm saying? And so that is, that is Taco Bell. Taco Bell's not doing this for themselves. They're doing this for the little guys. And no, it will also benefit themselves. So I think it's a win-win. So that's cool. I didn't realize Taco Bell was a good guy. Yeah, they did bring back the Mexican pizza, which I don't like for any reason. Just letting you know. But uh, it's also a fact. So Taco Bell is a cool guy. He's a Taco Bell. I'll give you. And I really like that. Uh, you get to really like that. Hmm. And all right. Last article we got here. Celine Dion cancels upcoming shows and will likely never tour again, sources say. Uh, That's rough, buddy. The, the queen, the 
the Queen. Celine Dion announced the cancellation of her Courage World Tour dates through 2024 and will likely never tour again, a source close to Dion told CNN Friday. She is in a lot of pain, the individual say. She does daily physical therapy. Uh, I'm so sorry to disappoint all of you once again. An announcement on, on the singer's social media read, I'm working really hard to build back my strength, but touring can be very difficult even when you're 100%. It's not fair to you to keep postponing the shows, and even though it breaks my heart, it's that best that we cancel everything now until I'm really ready to go to be back on stage again. I want you all to know I'm not giving up. Up, and I can't wait to see you again. Dion postponed several shows in December after she announced she had been diagnosed with stiff person syndrome, a condition she said that doesn't allow her to sing the way sing the way I'm used to. Uh, the disorder is a rare progressive syndrome that affects the nervous system, specifically the brain and spinal cord, according to the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. While we're still learning about this rare condition, we now know this is what's been causing all these spasms that I've been having, Dion said all the time. Unfortunately, these spasms have affected every aspect of my daily life, sometimes causing difficulties when I walk and not allowing me to use my vocal cords to sing the way I'm used to. Uh, tickets for a concert's hat will be refunded from their point of purchase. So, <clears throat> the queen, the the originator of the theme song for the show. It's a new theme song. Uh, it, it used to be Eggshells by me, but now it's, that's the way it is, sung by me. And, uh, yeah, the queen, you know, it's kind of, It's kind of rough, you know? It's kind of like a rough uh, situation to be in, you know? To, uh, to like, not be able to do anything again. And, like, the vocal cords is just, like... I can understand at some point, like, it could, like, affect how good she can sing. But at the same time, uh, I don't know why I'm getting so emotional about this. Uh, but, like, when they just don't work... That's fucking terrifying. Ooh. Wow. Uh, but anyways, everyone send positive vibes to our queen, Celine Dion, from, uh, to Canada. We surely, surely could use it. Uh, she surely, uh, surely can. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy? only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked. 
letting everyone see your little shrunken pee-pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor Privacy comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign but wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is the man I want to talk about today. Ryan Reynolds is known for being the, you know, being the fun, being a funny guy. He's a funny guy actor. You know, he... Recent, in recent years, he's been doing a lot of action movies, but not many people know he was the rom-com king for for a second. He is the guy that Hallmark wants to find, but at a fraction of the cost. Like, he is uh, who that is. I need to adjust here. No, I think we're good. Um, he is the guy... <clears throat> know what I'm saying that Hallmark was, but like a cheap version of that, a really cheap version of that. And he's a king. He's the king. He he's funny. He's charming. He he has it all. He is by far the most handsomest man. And so, going on here, I watched a ton of old Ryan Reynolds movies. You know, before the Deadpool's and the action. Well, he was doing action movies, but. He was doing a lot of rom-coms type of movies, fun or fun comedies. So, yeah, let's get into it. I watched a bunch of them. I want to, I want to, I'll read the, what I will do is I'll read the description of the movie and then I'll talk about it and continue, uh, continue on and continue on. So, uh, um, so the first one I saw was The Proposal. Uh, let's read it here. Uh, faced with deportation to her native Canada, high-empowered book editor Margaret Tate, Sandra Bullock says she engaged. she's engaged to marry Andrew Paxton, Ryan Reynolds. Her hapless assistant, Andrew, agrees to the charade but imposes a few conditions of his own, including flying to Alaska to meet his eccentric family with a suspicious immigration official always lurking nearby. Margaret and Andrew must stick to their wedding plan despite numerous mishaps. So, it is a, uh, for the most part, I will say it is a super interesting uh, a movie, uh, to say the least. Uh, Sandra Bullock, I believe, plays, plays, is good in the rom-com. I believe... She was good in the rom-com uh, because, you know, Sandra Bullock, she's like, 
Now she's very she's attractive, but at the same time, she looks like she could be your boss. Like you know, like she looks like someone you work with, like who is attractive, but someone you do work with. You know, she does look like someone you could work with. So that's the thing, and so that's what makes it the perfect pair. And then you know, Ryan Reynolds is just perfect to begin with. I think it's funny that they use this whole immigration thing. That was uh, that was very interesting, and like. Everyone knows they're faking it, but they're just going along with it. And as long as they go along with it, I guess it works out. So uh, it was really, really funny. And uh, Betty White's in the movie. So clearly, clearly, I got to say, solid movie. Uh, Solid movie. Uh, Alaska. It's a movie that takes place in Alaska. New York and Alaska. So with it being in such a place, uh, you rarely get to watch a movie based out of Alaska. So that's cool, um, as they say. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. And uh, as they uh, as they say, uh, yeah, it was just funny. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm actually getting married to my assistant, Andrew. I'm like, that should have probably come up at work at some point, you know? Like, that probably, you know, maybe probably could have been a problem for you. But uh, no, uh, the proposal... I gotta say, funny movie, uh, a lot of good laughs, just like, random hijinks that really, really go off. So I really like the proposal. Uh, and Sandra Bullock's always a good. She's always good. A Sandra Bullock movie's always pretty good. So someone you like, someone you know you can work with. Uh, then we have Van Wilder. The film follows the misadventures of its lead character, Van Wilder, a seventh-year senior who has made it his life goal to help undergrads at Coolidge College succeed in the future. So apparently, if you didn't know, Van Wilder was based off the the fattest comedian ever, uh, Brent uh, Krishna. Yeah, Brent Krishna. And uh, basically also what happened is uh, he was in, Brent Krishna was in, uh, Rolling Stone, and he, you know, that story got taken out. It inspired Van Wilder. Yada yada yada. Movie, movie was made, but uh, it was probably a little different from Bart's uh, true, you know, true origins. Uh, Van Wilder, I think, I think Bart just couldn't graduate. But yeah, the machine's out too, so that's cool. The machine movie's out. Uh, but yeah, no, Van Walter. It's like that seventh year senior, but like he's doing good. And I don't know. I always felt like he could do something at the school. I never watched the other ones. I don't want to watch the other ones. But I just watched the OG Van Walter. And you know, you know, Tara Reid used to be used to be like the hottie back then. Like she was she was the it girl for a moment, you know, uh, in all of our lives. So Van Walter, that's a cool. That one's more of like a college comedy. So if you like a good college comedy, that's Van Walder. If you want like su- super big romance, uh, Van Walder, you know, not for certain Van Walder, maybe for you. Uh, we got then another one. I think this one might be my favorite of all of them. Uh, definitely, maybe. 
Will Hayes, Ryan Reynolds, a 30-something Manhattanite, is in the middle of a divorce proceedings when his young daughter, Abigail Breslin, asks him about his life before marriage, including how he met and fell in love with her mother. Will flashes back to 1992 and recounts his romances with three women, changing their names so that his daughter must guess which one became his wife. So... Yeah, it was a, you know, it was a very interesting story because, like, the beginning of the movie, they talk about a divorce. And then, you know, it steers you along the way, like, this girl, like, was, oh, yeah, Elizabeth Banks is the one who got divorced from. Like, they were something back in Wisconsin, like, you know, a big couple back in Wisconsin, but then he wanted to live in New York and she wanted to do something else. And then, and then... Eventually, he saw some other girls, and then he came back together with her, but then they realized it wasn't going to work out between them. So, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely there. It was a cool twist on it. And uh, Isla Fisher, total babe, total, total babe. Uh, now she's married to Sasha Baron Cohen, but, like, I feel like, you know, back at the, you know, I don't know how to say that. Still, actually, she's still a babe today, I'll be honest with you. Uh, so, that's cool. So, I liked I liked her, because she's funny and attractive uh, for you. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely maybe, uh, it's just a fun, because you're like, I don't know, it feels like there's joy all the way through it, and uh, it's fun and mischievous as well. And, uh, yeah. A good, a good, good jolly old chant, I would say. Go check that out if you like. Definitely, maybe if that sounds good to you. Uh, then there's just friends. Uh, high school student uh, Chris Brander, Ryan Reynolds, loves his best friend Jamie Palomino, Amy Smart. He finally confesses his feelings, but she tells him that she just wants to be friends, and he leaves town in shame. Ten years later, Chris is a successful record executive and involved with self-absorbed pop star Samantha James, Anna Harris. Uh, he still pines for Jamie, though, and when his plans go to go to Paris for the holidays fall through, he returns to his hometown to try to win her heart. So, very interesting uh, plot details uh, there. Uh, I just like the idea, like, the just the beginning premise of the plot is super interesting to me in regards to... Uh, just friends. So, this guy and this girl, you know, they've been kind of, you know, interested in each other for a while. Seems like they've been interested in each other for a while. And eventually, this boy uh, proclaims his love for her. And she says, I love you like a friend. Like, just friends, you know. Like a friend, you know. That's what she says. And this dude bolts. I think they said this takes place in, like, Trenton, New Jersey, I want to say. And uh, he was he moved to Los Angeles. And so he's like, he went, you know, considering like, you know, North America is basically kind of, a, if you consider everything's an island technically, he went to the opposite side of the island. Like he went as far away as he could on, like technically on foot, what it fucking sounds like. So yeah, for 10 years, like he just dipped for 10 years. And then comes back to this town. He's like, I'm still in love with her. And now I'm not, and then, oh yeah, and this is like, if you've ever seen Ryan Reynolds in like, the fat suit, you know, that's from this movie, Just Friends. And so, this one has some good comedy, I will say. 
Just like the idea he dipped out to California, like the opposite side of the country uh, after he gets rejected by a girl. Uh, oh, yeah, and it was like a public thing, too, like how he got rejected. So just saying there, uh, yeah, that's just Friends, just a, good, just a pretty good movie. Uh, School of Life, he had a small, smallish big role in that movie. Uh, basically, here's the bio. Uh, a new teacher quickly becomes popular at his workplace, Fall, Fallbrook Middle School, attracting the attention and jealousy of a biology teacher who is obsessed with being elected teacher of the year. So, like, Brian Reynolds is this hip, cool teacher, and this other guy, like, is kind of jealous and he wants to be uh, teacher of the year. And then Ryan Reynolds gets, yeah, basically like that. So it's just miss, school hap, misadventures. And then Ryan Reynolds gets cancer and dies. And so that's cool. So I think this is the, I think that's the only movie where Ryan Reynolds dies. Uh, Mr. D. It's like D'Angelo, but he's like Mr. D. I'm like, D'Angelo is easy to say. I think you can just Mr. D'Angelo, you know, or D'Angelo, you know. I think, I think that could have been, that could have been easily solved. Uh, but yeah, but uh, I think this is the only Ryan Reynolds movie he made die in. Yeah, he didn't even die in, didn't even technically die in uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine either. So, <sighs> so yeah, that's School of Life. Uh, the change-up. Oh yeah, we got the change-up. Uh once inseparable pals Dave, Jason Bateman, and Mitch, Ryan Reynolds, have drifted apart over the years. Dave is an overworked lawyer and family man, while Mitch has thus far, avo far avoided most of the normal responsibilities of adulthood. Each is envious of their e each other's lives, and following a drunken binge, the men awake to find they have somehow switched bodies. Dave and Mitch soon discover the things that are not as rosy as they seemed, and try to find a way to return their lives to normal. Uh, yeah, no, that, dude, it's a fucking weird premise movie, so it's like Freaky Friday, but expanded and weirder, so, like, you know, because it's like, the guy, one guy's like the family man, he's like, he has kids, and he doesn't party ever, and then there's, like, guys like me who are just single and do whatever the fuck they want, you know, he's like, I wish I could have your life, I'm like, oh, but I wish I could have your life, and then they switch bodies, and it's always, and they're like, they had a whole scene that was just like, all right, we'll prove to you that we we switched bodies. And so, uh, like, he's like, all right, what's my birth? What's our anniversary? And then, like, he, the real, like, and Jason Bateman remembered it, but, like, they're switched bodies, so it's like, how do you just, like, stop? Like, you should be able to actually prove, you know, you're who, you know, who's who, you know? I don't know, and then they're just like, and then they're just like, all right, I guess I'm gonna be you, you, and you're gonna be me for a minute, and you're like, you know, ha ha ha, I'm like what? And we are at one point, they're like, I think I want to stay like this, and then they're like, no, at the end, like at the last minute, no, I don't think I do. Then they, you know, figure out how to get back, to switch back, you know. It's a fucking yeah, you know, strange movie, kind of interesting to watch. You're like. Huh. And then they're like, I guess he didn't have sex with his friend's wife. You gotta see some titties in that movie too. That that also I should have started with that. Sorry, folks. If you want to watch the change, first of all, you're gonna see some titties. Leslie Mann's titties, dude. Um, is does uh, Olivia Wilde's? Do you, I I, th I don't know if I did see it or not. I think it was. 
I think it was out. I've Googled nudes, and I'm like, yeah, I know she, there's nudes. I don't know what this was the movie. Well, and also Olivia Wilde. I see what I see the appeal Harry Styles had. I see it. You know, I see that shit. You know, I see it. I get it. You know, me and Harry Styles were just the same guy. Uh, but yeah, no. So imagine if you and a friend switch bodies, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It'll be. It's just so weird. And like, oh yeah, this other guy's gonna raise my kids now. Like, oh my god. So it. It's you know weird little premise, but uh, interesting movie for you to watch. Uh, the last Ryan Reynolds movie I see, Chaos Theory. This movie is. I don't think it's that good. I'll read the celebrated author and efficiency expert Frank Allen, played by Ryan Reynolds, has always lived in step with the well-planned series of lists and timetables. His wife, Emily Mortimer, decides to play a joke on him and sets his clock back 10 minutes, but the consequences are far greater than expected as Frank's well-ordered existence unravels. He opens up to the randomness of life. So if I remember it correctly, uh, what happened is, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to explain this, the movie to you as well. Um, so back before everyone just had looked at their phone times and even now, some people don't even do that. Uh, boomers usually you like, you just set your time annually. So, so someone set your time like 10 minutes forward or whatever, or 10 minutes back, like, you know, being 10 minutes late to something like that could really be a problem. So you really have to have your clock kind of, kind of correct. Anyways, that happens, and, like, he ends up taking a woman, a pregnant woman who was in an emergency and needed to be taken to the hospital, and then accidentally, Ryan Reynolds got got marked down as the father, and so now that it was on legal paperwork or whatever, because it's, like, a birth certificate, he has to prove that he's not the father, so then he had to get tested to prove that he wasn't the father, and then, like, in the testing, they said that he had two X chromosomes, which means, like, he's sterile, like, he can't make a kid, but he has a daughter, and realizing that, uh, it means that uh, his wife cheated on him, like, with his, and it was with, like, his friend's friend, probably, or whatever, and then he has to, like, uh, try to understand his life from, like, from there. It's, like, a fucking crazy concept, and, like, it's, like, the, the butterfly effect, too, that's the best movie to compare this to because it's like you're just like oh if if I don't meet if I don't meet this girl or if I don't become friends and lovers with this girl or whatever uh like a ton of bad shit won't happen in someone's life or whatever uh yeah it was like the butterfly effect and it was crazy and I think one of the endings was like uh the baby you know uh Ashton Kutcher's character was just stillborn or something like that like because he like killed itself in the womb and, like, it was also mentioned in the movie that the mother uh, had two other stillbirths before that. Well, it's like, oh, no, are all these kids going through that trauma of, like, like all this trauma in their life and, like, killing themselves so no trauma happens? It's crazy. But Chaos Theory is kind of similar to that, like, how his life unraveled. Because if he, 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 if he was on time, you know, then what would happen was he would have never learned, I guess, that, like, uh, he was sterile and that, like, his... What he thought was his daughter is actually his daughter. So, uh, crazy movie. So, those are Ryan Reynolds' movies. Uh, please enjoy at your own risk. And uh, what a fucking funny guy, you know? Funny guy Ryan Reynolds is. All right, so it's time to go through a thought catalog article. Remember when we did a lot of those in a row and then 
We didn't do those, and now we're back. Uh, so this is Thought Catalog. It's a very cool woman's website, which which is fun to go through. Fun of like, am I a dreamboat? Because I usually am. I usually am the dreamboat. But anyways, I, let's jump into the screen. Do, 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 do. And all right. So now that I'm small, uh, here's, here's the best one I think I've seen in a while. 14 texts to send to someone who ghosted you. Let's face it, people ghost it, and it sucks. You start dating someone for a few weeks, and suddenly out of nowhere, your phone stops lighting up with their name, communication totally stops after you try and start a conversation or make plans with them. So, uh, yeah, crazy. I think we, most people have been ghost. If you're like, I've never been ghosted, I'm like, fuck you, and uh, you are a fucking liar. I don't know one girl has, and you just didn't notice or didn't try to, didn't have the ambition to go for the prey or whatever, you know. Uh, so yeah, ghosting sucks. So this article is supposed to help. Uh, no, so let's look at here. Look at first here. How to know you've been ghosted. Of course, you don't want to always jump to conclusions. Life happens, including emergency situations. So you don't want to completely cut someone off if their silence is truly out of left field. That said, if you think you're getting ghosted, you probably are. Maybe give them a week before sending the final text. Don't, you know, because I hate it when people are like, oh... I'm just bad at texting. Just if you're bad at texting, you're bad at monogamy. You know, we we all know. We all know the reason why, and we all know the reason why. So, uh, should you really text them after they ghosted you? Um, okay, going into this here. You know, I will say, um, it depends uh, whether I should text them. I don't know, the ghost of you depends on what your true intentions of texting them is. Is it to get a good response, to get the last word, to be petty? Uh, for those reasons, you might want to be taking a step back before firing off something you might regret texting later. That said, there are a few occasions when sending a text after being ghosted might be appropriate. Some of these scenarios include you know, closure, you want to express your emotions, you're dating consistently or in a relationship with them. Okay. So that's interesting. It's not like you're trying to talk to someone and they're just like backing off and like you were never that really that serious. This is, was like when you were like really serious, like integral part of your life. Like there's people I'm not talking to, you know, right now that I'd probably still consider a friend, you know, and, uh, you know, getting ghosted, you know, getting ghosted by them, you know. And I think that, yeah, so I'd say those are the people. But if that, are we are we really going into some of the serious? I was thinking just like fucking random hookups when you're like, you're like when you're kind of mad, you're like, bitch, you know, when you're mad, <laughs> bitch, that's <laughs> the first thing you say. Uh, when you're just like, man, I just wish I could show her, like, like you, you fucking messed up by rejecting me, you know? Like, that's what we're trying to say. And so I kind of get it. Um, and I guess, are we going to go serious? Is we're going to go serious this topic? Okay, I'll, I'll I'll make it funny. I'll make it I'll make it dark. And so we're gonna get things to keep in mind before you text after being ghosted. Stay cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, it is good. Like don't be sending off shit when you're mad. Wait a little bit. Jerk off. Jerk off. Wait a little bit. <coughs> I think jerk off is also the most important. You do jerk off, calm down, give, you know, wait a day, you know, just wait a day, and, you know, if you want to write something, you can know, there is something to, like, writing something down, 
and not sending it, you know? Like, you know, just, like, wait a day, wait till you're not angry, or whatever. You know? There is one of that, you know? It's not, like, you get it out, but, you know, words you later are, like, if you, later you probably, like, I don't think I mean this, <laughs> you know? I've said things I don't mean. Uh, it's called lying, you know? We've all lied. Uh, skip the guilt tripping, you know? Uh, yeah, don't do anything. Yeah, don't guilt trip. Really, fellas? You're going to be guilt tripping out there. You tripping over the guilt tripping. Uh, keep it to a single text. Yeah, only do one. Don't be sending fucking... Don't be sending your fucking autobiography. Um, be empowered and self-respecting. Yeah. Make you look good. Make yourself look good, you know? Get that one final jab and You probably just ignore it, you know? Just don't send anything, you know? Keep that door, keep that door where it is. It might open up, but again, one day, you know, I think, yeah, you know, you got to keep it that way. Uh, remember the context. Yeah, I guess, I guess it is also important to keep in mind the context of the relationship you have with the other. Oh, yeah, yeah, the context of like, yeah, the friendship and how, yeah, that's like a dark one. I was just thinking like, hook, like hookups and shit like that. I wasn't thinking of anything serious. So I kind of, I didn't think right when I decided to pull this one, pull this one out today. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, text to send if you want closure. All right, let's get these. Uh, one, I'm getting the sense. I'm getting ghosted. If you want to end things, that is okay. However, if we can have an honest conversation about where your head is at, I would appreciate it. It can be over the phone or in person. Sounds like like a PR person wrote that text. And if you just copy and paste that to a fucking friend, are you fucking, are you, are you, are you copy and pasting like argument topics or whatever? I don't know. Um, another one. I enjoy getting to know you the last few weeks, but I realize our time has come to a close. I'd still love to have to talk in person, but after what happened first, if you're willing to do that, let me know. Yeah, that's good. Uh, since you do not feel comfortable sharing your feelings about what our deal is, I will close the door for us. Please do not reach out in three weeks and expect me to respond. I won't. I mean, still, what I will say, those fellas... You get that text? I don't, no, I'm not going to help the ghosters. Anyways, I'm still going to say what I was going to say, but I'm not I'm not doing it to help you. <laughs> uh, what, was, what was I talking about? Uh, yeah, what was it? The feelings to do with? Uh, please, three weeks. I'm like, reach out in three weeks, you know. You may change your mind, okay? You know, just, you know, depends on how sad you are, you know? Like, go ahead, reach out in three weeks. Uh, don't expect her to text you back, but she might. I'm like, dude, feel like you know. I feel like yeah, you can make a fake apology. A fake apology can go a wrong way, a long way with women. You know, he he said he's gonna change this time. <laughs> it's like the thirtieth time. You know. Uh, oh, another four one. I'm bummed that our story had such an anticlimactic ending, but I guess that is now in the past. We're cool. Best of luck. If a if a woman texts you that, fellas, if a woman texts you that, you dodgeable. There, that is a reason to go someone. Be like, maybe if I go dead, uh, she'll leave me alone. Like she knows I'm dead, she'll leave me alone. 
she thinks that, but then she'll look for the corpse, and that's when she discovers. Like, you have time, though, you know? But, like, that is a crazy thing to send someone. I bummed their story had to have such an anticlimactic ending, but I guess that is how now in the past. We're cool. Best of luck. That's so fucking passive-aggressive. <laughs> God damn, dude. Holy shit. That is like... <clears throat> if if you're the type of person that would send that text, I'm going to tell you, it's you. Hi. You're the problem. It's you. <laughs> you know, you need to start singing anti-hero by Taylor Swift. Like, that song is about you. That song is 100% about you. And <laughs> you're the problem. Jesus. All right, the last one I'm seeing... I'm not sure if something went wrong or if you simply lost interest, but I'm going to take the fact that I haven't heard from you as your way of saying you have moved on. Now I will do the same. Yeah, I don't don't send any of this shit. Just don't. You know what? You know what? <laughs> uh, okay, we got even fucking more of these. Um... You know, if if someone's going to ghost you, like, that's someone you don't even want in your life because they don't, they're not good at facing, they're not, they, they, have, it's, they don't, <laughs> they don't face these kinds of things with a sense of poison rationality, as I gather my thoughts. Uh, they do not, no poison rationality. So, just, it's, you dodged a bullet. Just say you dodged a bullet there. <clears throat> or you're the problem. <clears throat> One of the two. Uh, Texas, and if you want to speak your mind, hey, it seems like you've lost interest and we aren't on the same page anymore. While that is totally fine, I do wish you had considered my emotions and let me know that this was the case. I deserve that much. That said, I wish you well. Okay. You're just, uh, you see that and you're like, shut up, bitch. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, when you receive that from someone, Shut up, bitch. Uh, you don't hate it when you get one of those texts, though. Like, for real. When you get one of these texts, and you're... But, like, this one's not really about ghosting. This one's more about... Seems like he's not really interested anymore. You're like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just gonna end this. You know? And, and it's like, I am interested, but it doesn't seem like you are. And, you know... That doesn't make me interested, so, you know, yin-yang, yin-yang twins, or whatever. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, but then, like, you actually don't, you actually still are into her. You're just kind of, like, going through, I don't know, just something's going on your through your mind or whatever. And you're like, fuck you, bitch. It's not, <laughs> I still like you. Uh, okay. Uh I have to say, I thought we had a great connection, so the disappearing act on your end really surprised me. While I'm not entirely sure what happened between us, I am going to assume that your lack of contact means that you are no longer interested. I wish you the best. Uh, okay. Um, this was These were written by a crazy chick. Someone crazy wrote this. Someone crazy wrote this. Uh... And, oh my god, there's so much more. Uh, oh my god, we're going to have to do, what was it, one closure. I'm just going to look through these, because I don't know. 
if I want to go through all of these, Jesus Christ, uh, I got myself into a whirlpool. Text send if you're dating or in a relationship. Okay, Jenny Woods. I don't know what, uh, what that has to do. Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Just wanted to check in and make sure you were okay. I hope you are. Okay, that's like you're tr- you're trying to fuck. That's what that is. That you're not trying. You're the getting you're the getting closure or or getting fucked, you know, if you send that. I wish you had let me know that I was free to date other people since we are apparently over. Good luck out there. You know, you're not going to go off as a little, as a little crazy. Uh, that's a little crazy. Up to this point, I really thought we were a good match, but I need a partner who can communicate. You know what? That one works. You know what? That works. That works. I think that's straightforward. Uh, I think you should also go like I think if if it needs to be at a point where you're like I think let's see other people or whatever make sure that's clear too because he could also not understand that as well. But I think that's interesting. Uh, based on your silence, there we go. You know it's gonna be good when it starts. Based on your silence, if a word starts with based, uh, is that what the the whole based thing means? Based uh, based on your silence, I'm going to assume that you are no longer interested in us as a couple. I wish you well. Okay, yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. People talk. I have to admit, I am hurt that our relationship wasn't worth a proper goodbye to yours. You didn't seem like the person you would... This is a specific one. Uh, Okay, no. This is, like, specific. It doesn't seem like the person who would ghost a partner, but I guess sometimes our feelings about people are wrong. I hope you treat the next person you date with more kindness. So... Yeah. Um. Anyways, though, it, it, if someone's ghosting you, just just stop. Just stop talking and seeing the worst from them. And if you run into them, you can ask them in person. You know what? That's that's more cringe to me, and I think you should do that. Uh. But anyways, though, yeah. Um. And also, other people out there, just don't ghost people. You know, just don't do that shit. You know, you're like that's why. You, then you don't have to deal with these crazy people. You know, bring out cra- the crazy in people and. uh that way, we can live forever in each other. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on, then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones? Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. 
What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards, it was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! It's time for Oh No, Our Table. That's the part of the podcast where I get sent questions and I answer questions and I just answer questions. So let's go ahead and... Let's just jump into it. And uh, get going here and see what we're doing today. First question we got here. If a woman wanted to be pleasured orally but refused to return the favor because she found it gross, would, would that be selfish or fine? I think we all know the answer to this question. This question is not. This question is not hard to figure out. I think the answer to this question is... Uh, yeah, she's being really fucking selfish. Uh, this, this identifies as a problem to me. The fact that this is a possibility of what's going on in your life where one partner goes down on them, but they don't go down, they don't do vice versa. That's fighting ground. It's like a plane driving over, and you're not even near it. But no. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking selfish. And might I say, disrespectful. It's, it's just a very disrespectful thing to do. Because, because you know, the thing, the thing about it is, it's like, I don't like the idea that it's returning the favor. I think if you're doing it right, I'm telling you, if you're doing it right, you're going to have fun, you know? It's supposed to be fun, okay? That's why we sometimes just, sometimes are okay with just sticking to that, you know? You know, a BJ, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. You ever get nice where you're like, I think I'll just, I'd rather just have a blowjob than uh, sex, you know? Because, like, it's just so much better, dude. I'm telling you. Sometimes, you know, but life is funny, you know? This is the type of guy you get. <coughs> Life can be funny. No, no. It's probably the most selfish thing you can do. And I bet there's probably someone out here listening to it. A lot of guys don't return the favors. This is a weird situation where the woman is not returning the favor. So, I have to say that you're in a rare case, but usually guys won't return the favor. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. Which is worse? Like, first of all, eating pussy's awesome. <laughs> But uh, the second is, it's like, with with the blow, if you give him blowjob, like, lick, you know, it's just if you, if the way you do it, you finish in your mouth, yeah, you're going to get cum in your mouth. That's the worst. But with 
you know, the you know, the vagina, you know, a lot more stuff's going on down there, you know what I'm saying? So, is it worse to suck a dick or eat a vagina? Which is, which do you think is worse? Like, you know, as in like, at, from a like, like germ perspective or whatever, I would say, um, <clears throat> I don't know, yeah, sometimes you, sometimes you just give a blowjob for starters, you know? It's just that, like, you're, there's no semen, you know? So anyways, though, that's, that's a fun topic. I'm glad we talked about this. Today. I'm glad, I'm glad this is what we're doing with our lives today, folks. You joined me in, in on this. That's the problem. That's the real problem with this situation is you joined me. I'm saying something. Okay. I just found out yesterday that my 17-year-old brother is having a relationship with an older woman around 26 or 27. I haven't tell my parents or anyone about their relationship. Should I tell my parents about this? What would you do if you were in this situation? Okay. I don't know how old you are, but I guess, yeah. Yeah, so this is a complicated situation because... I, you know, this is this is a weird episode. It's just like the first question, but usually it's the other way around, where it's like a twenty-seven-year-old guy uh, trying to hook up with like a seventeen-year-old, and they're like, "Age hey, is just a number, man." It's like, "Oh, we have such a big age gap, but we have so much in common, man." Guys, guys talking like that. Uh, what was I had one? Oh, God damn, I had something in my mind, but I'm not gonna. I can't remember it, but. Uh, yeah, no, but like it's usually the other way around. I, mean, I, I usually don't hear about like twenty-seven-year-old women hitting on like seventeen-year-olds. Uh, Harry, I think Harry Styles. I think he dated. Was it the chick from uh, the Pussycat Dolls? But there was like a big age gap. Like, but he was like underage still. Usually that was like. But like then again, I think of Harry Styles. Like even at like seventeen, you're like this guy likes some old, like likes some older than him, and so like he's. He's swinging out there, and it's you know, and it's weird because if it, it was like a a twenty seven year old man and a seventeen year old girl, hundred percent different. But it, it is a little different with boys, like I do say. I think it's a little bit too big big of an age gap, and I would say the problem is the uh, mental maturity of a seventeen year old is way different than a twenty seven year old. Which you know, it, it's just weird, and I'm st- it's just weird to me that a twenty seven year old woman would, like, be interested in a 17-year-old. It's just, like, I don't know. I don't see the appeal of that. So, um, so yeah, you know, clearly this age gap is probably not good. Uh, and, yeah, I think even even if it was 18, it seems it would be a little weird as well, you know. Or there's, a, there's one guy, I can't remember his name, but uh, he does, like, all these characters, like, oh, this, it's called the slappable jerk. He just, like, makes you cringe. And I you can't finish the videos, and I think that's my favorite part. <laughs> and it's, like, uh, 30-year-old, uh, 18-year-old dating a 30-year-old starter pack or whatever, something like that. And he, like, does it, and he's like, hey, what's up? And it's, like, 18-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> like, that's a weird age gap, too. Like, we know, those, we know who we're talking about here. Y'all know someone similar. Uh, 
anyways, though, back to your situation, I guess I would say, should you talk to your parents? I think you should just talk to your brother about this. I mean, how close is he to turning 18? Because once he's 18, it's like, yes, it's probably, it's still a little, like, it is too big of an age gap, you know, for mental maturity and shit like that. But at the same time, like, legally, I don't know what you can do. Like, you can kick him out of your house. That's it. But yeah, I don't know how close he is being 18. Uh, I say you talk to him about it. It's kind of like get the situation or whatever. And uh, eventually turn 18, you know. You know, sometimes, you know, you know, I get, you know, sometimes it's okay. You know, sometimes like on paper it sounds bad, but sometimes it's okay. I don't know the situation. I don't know the chick either. Like that's that's also a big that's also a big question mark in here. But uh yeah, because I don't know how close he is to turning eighteen and uh all your parents can really do is like you can't date her and live here, you know, do that you do that whole shit. Um But uh yeah, I would I would probably just talk to your brother about it. Probably not bring your parents into it. I'd probably just talk to your brother about it. <coughs> like, you know. Don't try to fucking tattletale on someone else, you know? I think that'd be the, your best option. Probably just talk to your brother, you know? Be a human being, communicate, and everything should be good. Good from there. All right. If men don't want babies but also don't want to wear condoms, then why not just get a vasectomy? Uh... I like that. <laughs> I don't know. But um, interesting interesting to say. So it, it is the age-old debate of birth control. Like who's who should be in control of birth control? Like should it be like the the man's body be edited or the woman's body? Because uh, all the things that work, you know, need to be in the woman's body, you know. It's not really the only thing, like the only thing that works for men is like all right, we got like this, we got this, we got a rubber band that's really tight. Like, how big? Like, it's around the size of a dick. And, but it's like, but also thin enough where it's going to like, not just rub off, hopefully. And so you put it on, it's like, it catches it in a little net. You know, catches your, catches your, catching your nut in a little net. Nut net. It's like, should we call it that now? Let's just go with condoms. Okay. That's all men have. It's all we have. So it's like, you know. Uh, so then back to, like, we don't like wearing condoms, obviously, because no one likes wearing condoms. If people do like wearing condoms, there's a weird, I wonder, there's probably guys who like wearing condoms. He's like, I don't know. I just, you know, it's like a safety net, you know, just pumping it in. Uh, but yeah, but why not just get a vasectomy? Because I guess you can reverse a vasectomy, but like, you know, you get do the whole Michael Scott, Scott, snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap, you know, uh, like I, it's not as effective, like, you know, and, you know, I think the big thing is like, you wish you could just like, you could do, you could do something like that, get a vasectomy, but then like reversing it's just fine and won't do harm, but it does a little bit of harm and then it's also surgery as well, you know, it's not fun, you know, well, I guess, you know. But it's like cutting, and he's not shoving something inside you, you know? Like, that's the whole purpose of this whole thing anyways. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, because well, it doesn't work. And, you know, if you, 
you know, it's like, I don't want kids right now. And I'm not trying to get anyone pregnant. But someday I might, you know, that's like my logic why I haven't got a vasectomy, you know? I, I don't know if I'm ever going to want kids or not yet. I'm not, you know, it's a permanent, really a vasectomy is supposed to be a permanent change. I know you can reverse it, but it's, the point of it is to be a permanent, like a permanent change where you're just shooting blanks out. Unless you're like my friend uh, who got a vasectomy and I'm just like, you got your balls chopped off. Is it, you know, it's funny how we figured out how to do that with guys, but not, you know. You know, because it's like, I don't even know how dogs are able to hold in their pee because pee is stored in the balls. But, like, they're like, you know what we can do? We can give you the effects of that your balls are chopped off without chopping them off. They're like, suck me. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. And, uh, so, yeah. And, you know, I think women just have a lot more options, too. You know, you got the Nuva Ring. I remember I wrote a paper on the Nuva Ring in high school for health class. Weird fucking, weird fucking time to be alive. <clears throat> what, what a time to be alive. Folks, my hair was swooping over my eyes, and we're doing and we're doing all that shit. Uh, yeah, and then the IUDs and shit like that. IUDs sound like the best deal, you know. You know, you know what I'm saying. Chicks with IUDs are the best, you know. It's like qualification. Like, do you have any standards? Like, what are you looking for in a partner? I'm like, I on an IUD, you know. Perfect, perfect thing, you know. You know, it's a perfect thing. So yeah, why, why vasectomy? Why no vasectomy? It's because if you still have a maybe, you know, there's a lot of difference. You know, uh, if there's still a maybe, you're like, I don't think I want to make that permanent change because I saw that maybe in mine. So it's got to work with it. So hope that helped. Is music in a minor key associated with sadness and fear in most cultures, or is that only a Western thing? I ask because a lot of your Eastern European music seems to be both lively and minor. Yeah, I guess, well, the thing is with that is when we describe the difference between, like, major and minor music, the big thing you kind of go off is, like, if you play E minor on the piano or whatever, A minor, you know, Kind of sounds a little spooky. That's what that minor third is doing in regards to uh, the music you're making. And so it's, that's why it's giving you that spooky tone because a minor third sounds like that, you know. Uh, you're like, why does it make you feel the way? I'm like, I don't know what it does, you know. It kind of makes it a little more spooky. So when you're trying to write something that's spooky to like for like a film score or whatever, uh, I was just thinking that way. Like, you know, you're going to use a minor key because it's easy to kind of figure out from there but the thing i don't think it is is like because minor keys are generally associated with like dark sad music this doesn't mean it's necessarily all minor i think mean, not every song in a minor key has to be dark and sad because uh uh because like you can do music in minor keys like a lot i think a lot of film is in c minor a lot of you know film stuff and sometimes you have big joyful jovial moments in like songs that are being composed you know and they're still in a minor key it's just you know they're still able to do that so <clears throat> it's just saying that just because it's in a minor key doesn't mean it's like dark or sad or spooky or anything like that that's just a general uh, analysis of like how we differentiate between like major and minor is usually those types of sounds so 
I mean, you can play uh, major songs and make them sad too. It's just, you know, just because it's major or minor doesn't mean it's happy or sad. Uh, if we didn't want to have a copyright strike, I'd play some examples on the show, folks, but I don't want any of those, and therefore, we're not going to do it, because I don't want to, so. Be cool to your school, what, what up, whoa, that's cool. That's cool. <coughs> what are some benefits to being a five foot three inches guy? I know girls like taller guys, and it can be hard to reach things on the top shelf. I can't change my height, so how can I be confident with it? That is true. And it's something, I think, one thing you said there is a good reasoning for uh, being okay with being short because. Because, you know, because I feel like we're going through the movement. It's like uh, men want a thinner woman and then women want a taller guy. And so it's like, well, with my height, I can't change that. But with weight, you can change that. So realizing something like that, you know, it's similar to, you know, to being fat. It's like, well, well, I'm this tall. Like, I can't do anything to change that, you know, like, you know, this is what you get. And so if you're just going to be, you know. You know, and women aren't necessarily as shallow as uh, as uh, men are. Men are a little bit more shallow because, I don't know, we, we want to be happy when we reproduce. I don't know. Uh, so, so, you know, and uh, women aren't necessarily... A lot of times women will want a guy, will settle for a guy who's just taller than me. And so you may have to... You may have to look down low, my brother. You may have to look down low. Uh, also, um, one thing I've learned is learn how to uh, dress, you know, dress because people, because I am not that tall, but people don't associate me with, like, being super short because I know how to dress myself. And uh, knowing how to dress to look taller really does a lot, so... Uh, cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. And, uh, yeah, I just, I feel like just be okay with them. Like, look, I can't change this, so it's not going to bother me. And, if, and girls don't like being called shallow either, so that's nice. Guys would be like, sure, I'm fucking shallow. Uh, so that, uh, and, uh, worst case scenario, you just stay, you just, you date a job of the hut, you know? Worst case scenario, she's going to be taller than you too, so... Uh, she'll be like, Misa, Wusa, be my boyfriend. And you'll be like, okay. So, worst case scenario, just date a fatty. Uh, that'll do it. Uh, is that how I want to end it? Yeah, I think that's how I want to end this. And end this question. And we still got more. We still got more people. Uh, we still got more things to talk about. All right. We got here, um... If white people can't wear dreads, why can people of color wear straight hair, sometimes even blonde wigs? Here, I, I, I think, the, here's the answer to that argument. So, you think the reason we're telling you you, you can't have dreads 
is because you're not black. And I want to say, I will never say that about white people with, uh, you know, with dreads. Uh, I would never say that about, you know, someone like that, that they're being racist and appropriating black culture. I would never say that because it's just not true. Sometimes it's true. But a lot of times it's not true. A lot of times... The types of the type the people white people who get dreads have a similar have a personality type. They don't shower because once you get your dreads, you can't like wash your hair or whatever, and they're like, "Guess I can't shower." So people who don't like showering tend to tend to lean in towards having getting dreads, and uh, it's super it's super gross. And uh, women who get have dreads are also the types of women to have armpit hair. Not dreaded, you know. But could be. That's the thing. It could be dreaded. Uh, those, yeah, they, you know, they're they're very hairy women, you know. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it's gross too, <laughs> folks. So the types of white people who get dreads are the grossest types of white people. Uh, white people who get dreads to be black is a totally different... Uh, those are like cornrows. If, are you trying to talk about cornrows? Because that's, yeah, that's appropriate black culture. That's 100% doing that shit. But cornrows, uh, or dreads, or, yeah, dreads, or, yeah, dreads. I'll say dreads. Uh, no, that's just the, the smelly type of people who don't want to shower. And like, I'll just get dread so I don't have to shower. It's like an excuse, like, fuck up your head. Like, fuck up your hair, because there's, like, so much tension and shit like that. It, like, hurts a little bit, and your hair isn't, like, these this fucking knot. And, you know, we're, we're talking about white people hair. White people hair in a knot. And, uh, and it's just like, ugh. So not nice. Anyways, though, I'm not I'm not for white people with dreads. I'm really against it. I'm highly I'm highly I'm highly super against it. You know, uh, I'm highly super against it. And uh, I don't know if I can change. You know, I don't think I have an answer to if I can change from that. All right. And to our last question we have here, uh, what did you like when you were younger but think is cringe now as you've gotten older? Uh, definitely have to say uh, Christianity. This is the first thing that totally comes to my mind when anyone asks me that kind of question. Uh, cringe that you did when you were younger. And I would like I grew up in the, like, and I'll say, like, Christian music too, especially because I grew up in the Christian pop punk time where, like, you know, Pop punk is all about rebelling, and I think it really, they figured out a market with Christianity to be rebelling, because, like, I'm not of the world, I'm rebelling from you, the world, because I'm, because I'm into God, you know, and shit like that, so you do cringy things, uh, you know, I was listening to some cringe, uh, Christian music, and I listened to like, well, this one album, and I'm not gonna say the artist was, uh, they are well known, but, uh, it was, like, way more Christian, it was, like, it's not an album of theirs I usually listen to, but it was like it was just way more Christian and just like church Chad type music and uh <clears throat> it was a 
it was a pretty weird listen, but sometimes, you know, it's fun to go back to those old songs you used to like every now and then. You know, it's just like some songs where it's like same-sex marriage in a state where they don't care. It's like trying to be super pop punk, and it's just like being punk. And I think with like Christian music, they did have something there where you could be kind of like a Christian punk. And because you're like not going to front of the world against the world, like you go to you go to local shows in a basement and everyone else is doing drugs and drinking, but you're not because you're not of the world. You know, you're about God. So that stuff makes me cringe that I was all about that shit. Um, another cringy thing, uh, I used to watch a ton of Secret Life of the American Teenager and not like when I recently had to take a break of Secret Life of the American Teenager, but, uh, yeah, I used to take it super seriously. Glee. I used to watch fucking Glee. That's embarrassing. Uh, real fucking embarrassing. I don't know. I think you grow up. Yeah, there is some stuff you got to grow, grow out of. I think uh, some of the, my friends I had, you know, some songs I wrote. I wrote some fucking cringe songs, you know, especially if you're trying to put God in there, you know. Oh, my God, dude. I look at some songs and I'm just like, this is fucking cringe. I think I think I go back to like lyrics. Uh, I listened to like a something I recorded back in like where I released in like 2016. And it's like, man, like some of these lyrics are just like really. I put wrote that. I recorded that and put it out to the world. You know, it's fucking embarrassing, dude. Um, but yeah, a lot of cool cringe things. Think back to it. That's why it keeps me up at night. You know, all the cringe things I've done. In my world, so. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. And with that all being said, I think this is how we're going to end today's episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, sticking with us throughout the show. Today was a wild ride. And uh, so make sure, uh, make sure remember we are the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. Follow me on social media at the Schweezy, uh, my music, wherever you stream music at, at uh, on just under Schweezy, twitch.tv slash the Schweezy. Make sure you're checking us out there. Thursday night streams of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. And free shit you can do. Make sure you're subscribed over on YouTube and leave us comments so you can check out the highlights and share with your friends. Uh, and give us a rating and a 54321 star review or whatever. I mixed that up. But anyways, though, that's how we're ending today's show. We're ending it properly. Honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.